Hey guys, it's Dale Calvert. I hope you've had a great week. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. We're going to talk about the anti-MLM community. I don't know how many of you may have or may not have been keeping up with uh, what's been going, o- going on over there. I'm not going to re-explain everything because you'll hear it in the podcast session. But if you do go over to YouTube, this, this particular session will be on YouTube as well. So if you want to see the slides and you may get more from it that way, uh, really appreciate your comments, your thumbs up, whatever on YouTube. That means more than you know. Uh, I was probably somebody said, Dale, you were the first anti MLMer. And you know, I probably was. Back in 99 when we did the scam cassette. But I think you guys that listen to this podcast understand where I'm coming from. It's just sad to me to see the greatest opportunity in the history of the world to help average people with above average desire create wealth uh, diminish into what it's become today. And, you know, there's small parts of me that just say, you know, it can still be done, man. It can still be done. We can wake up some companies and wake up some some leaders and and bring it back. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. In my heart and soul, I probably feel like it's it's will never return, I know, to what it once was. But, man, it's such a great, great industry, and the personal development aspect of this business is what makes it so powerful. So anyway, this is a discussion that I needed to get done for obvious reasons when you hear it. Uh regarding the anti-network marketing community and these people are so off the wall so uh, i don't even know what the word is to use but i'm going to do some more videos on youtube just because i have content that uh, i would be crazy not to use that content to really drive home some points that hopefully will make everybody better this is a little bit different session But I think you'll enjoy it. I appreciate you guys more than you know. I'll talk to you again next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session. Uh, We're going to talk about six reasons the anti-MLM talking heads have zero credibility, provide no value to the marketplace. Six very distinct reasons. I'm also going to share with you an article that is very, very important for you to read. It'll be in the description somewhere. If you can, if you're a person that follows the anti-MLM crowd, I cannot stress to you strongly enough why you need to read this article. I'm going to cover some ex- excerpts from the article here in just a second, but 
I think it's real important that you understand that I have no dog in the hunt. Okay. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other. There's no financial gain for me at all from covering this information. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story. I'll share it with you. You can follow it. Uh, believe it if you want to. Don't believe it. Doesn't matter to me, but I'm going to cover this for you. And I, and hopefully this is the final word. I mean, thankfully, Jessica Hickson has provided me enough content, uh, from, short video clips that I can do for a long time just from the uh, illogical responses uh, that she has provided. But let me just kind of get into it. See, I understand as human beings, our strengths are our weaknesses. Those of you that have heard our podcast or listened to me over the years, you've heard me say that many times. You know, self-awareness, understanding yourself is very important. And what I've discovered over the years, that our strength is usually our weakness. And that's certainly for it is it for me and many other people. You know, there's some people that are very smart. They have very high IQs. And because of that, it, it prevents them from really seeing sometimes things that are really clear and obvious because they've got to analyze until they're paralyzed. And I could give you a lot of other examples, but I won't. Our strength is our weakness. For me, several years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago, I did an article, uh, a, a writer from Home Business Magazine or Business from Home, somebody had called me, wanted to do an interview, and I did it over the phone. And at the end of the article, uh, I, I made the statement, I see people better than they are, and in so doing, some of them become that which I believe them to be. And that is my strength. That's been my strength over the years, but it's also been my weakness. And honestly, uh, when when I first started evaluating the anti-MLM crowd, I mean, I get it. I understand. I, I, I have no problem with 99% of what they put into the marketplace. It is what it is. And this past year, I've had three or four people that had asked me about, you know, Dale, what do you think about all this this anti-MLM niche and these people on YouTube and so on and so forth? And then I had somebody that had contacted somebody and they were excited and then they ran across some generic anti-MLM video on YouTube. So that pulled me into this. This was probably back in November. And one night, just out of, you know, let me evaluate as much as I, as I can. And I had spent about 10 hours just listening to, to their gripes and complaints and agreed with them. Most of the videos that they showed, I'm glad they got them out there. They needed to be called out. People needed to be called out. This industry needed to be called out. I had no problem with 99% of what I saw. No problem. So I did a very tame truth behind the anti-MLM movement. Uh, for people to, to see. And I did that video. It's on YouTube. And there it is right there. That's what it looks like. So I did that. And then what happened was, you know, I have to just bear with me. I've got three or four things going on at the same time. Uh, you know, I put that out there and I got a, a lot of response from some friends and emails and, and people, uh, one guy called me, a, a friend of mine that I've known for many years, and he said, you know, she she had no uh, network marker. She, she she said that no network marketer, we're taking, talking about Mrs. Hickson, had no network marker had ever called her out. And he said, 
Dale, she doesn't understand your track record, who she's dealing with. And you've been on their side for years. You were the original anti-MLMer. That's what my friend is telling me. And he said, you know, the sad part is we could help these people out. We know many leaders and gurus that need to be called out. And he said, just too bad their motives are not positive and authentic, but centered around their own personal gain, financial gain. And that's true. Uh, you know, when I stop and think about it, those of you who listen to this podcast or, or seen anything I've done over the years, I mean, way back to 1999, when I did network marketing as a scam and trying to tell the profession, look, we got, we can't keep going down this road. We got to change some things. We got the best opportunity in the world for average people with above average desire to create financial independence in three to five years. We, you know, we don't need to, to try to make it better than that. It's phenomenal the way it is. We got to tell people the truth, help them develop the skill sets, mindsets that will move them forward in their life and in their career. And that's where I've always come from. Many of you know that I started in a little 600 square foot house driving a beat up Chevette. And the thing that I want to, you know, just emphasize right here is a brass plaque. You can't see it on the photo, but it says never forget. And that was my promise to myself and probably the only reason that I've even got involved in this anti-MLM niche or spent as much time in it as I have. But hopefully, again, this will be the last video. I'm going to cover six important concepts, ideas. You can agree with them, not agree with them. It doesn't matter to me. So anyway, back a few couple months ago, spur of the moment, sit down, off the cuff, and did this video. After that, for some reason, I didn't know Jessica Hickson from a hole in the wall, but for some reason, because I, I went through ML, a YouTube page showing different anti-MLMers of all the ones out there, for some reason, she just got offended by it and just took it personally. Like I was talking specifically about her and I wasn't talking any more about her than anybody else. I'm just scrolling through YouTube, but because her picture popped up or one of her videos, she got pretty aggravated about it. And, you know, I did the video, never thought I'd hear another thing. I sent it to the guy that I had talked to, to share with the lady that had run into some anti-MLM stuff. And I said, here's my perspective on it. And I was done. It's over. I don't have to think about this anymore. And then she comes back, a message for Dale, the guy who slammed the anti-MLM movement. And see, here's what she's really thinking, the guy that slammed me. It's beyond obvious when I really get into her responses uh, she thinks everything's about her without question. No question. You'll see that if I decide to uh, release some of these small video drops in the future, which I probably will. But so she makes this response. And at that point, I'm still, I'm still honestly trying to give, give her the benefit of the doubt and, and all the anti-network network markers, the benefit of the doubt. I'm really sincerely trying to. Uh, I have my doubts, but I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because I get it. I understand. I probably was the first anti-MLMer. But anyway, uh, 
so I do a response, and it's I feel like uh, just sharing facts, logical facts, history, background, uh, not a lot of opinions, but just facts. And she comes back and does a video called Let's Watch Dale's Response Together. And the only way that I can describe describe this was beyond bizarre, scary bizarre. It was like listening to a third grader who doesn't have the ability to form logical thought. It was just emotional response, emotional response. Didn't hear a thing that was said, emotional response. And honestly, at that point, it was kind of scary. Uh, it's like maybe there's something wrong with this lady. And I believe never try to explain yourself with logic and reason to emotional people. And your friends don't need an explanation and your enemies aren't going to believe you anyway. And it may be just the fact that she, that she's just so anti-MLM that she does not have the ability to think or to listen to reason. I don't know. And really at this point, it doesn't matter to me. This is not personal about her. It's just she hand, she's the one that fired it fired at me, you know, and I am responding and I did respond. So since that time, you know, so she sends this, this bizarre response and I'm thinking, you know, I don't have time for this. Just let it lie. There's no value is going to come from this. No value will come from this. Just let it lie. And then, uh, I got an email that kind of changed everything. And the email said, I've got a copy of it here. Uh, Hi, Mr. Calvert. My name is Angela Deering. I live in San Fernando Valley. I'm a mom, college graduate, and currently working with my third startup tech company since graduating college in 2014. I'm just not cut out for the corporate world, but my husband and I depend on my six-figure salary to pay our bills. I was raised in a network marketing family. My parents were full-time Herbalife distributors for 25 years. They made a great income, and we spent so much time traveling the world. When I was younger, all my friends were jealous. I didn't understand that that was not the way most people live. My husband and I had a long trip back, road trip back to his parents' home over Thanksgiving, and we decided that we were going to start a side gig business that we could start together and I could eventually build to a full-time income so I could stay home and operate our business. Since that time, we've bought courses on multiple businesses, including Amazon FBA, starting a coffee shop, selling products and services on Poshmark, Etsy, and eBay, and on and on. Our search led us to your online auctionu.com website. We both appreciate your no BS teaching style, Eventually, I discovered that you had been involved building network marketing teams over the years. I found that ironic because as we searched for a business to start, I found myself comparing everything to the scalability, lifestyle, and freedom that I knew was available through the network marketing business because my my experience with my parents. I know MLM has changed a lot. Uh, I ran across your, your video on YouTube around the anti-MLM movement. 
Needless to say, I found the entire anti-MLM crowd to be made up of very immature 30-somethings that were simply working programs that didn't appear to have any unique selling proposition and then confused why they failed. They seemed mad at the world and determined to convince people all MLMs are designed to fail and so on. I watched Miss Miss Hickson response to you and found it alarming how she didn't appear to be able to even understand what you were clearly communicating. My, uh, <clears throat> my husband is convinced that she and all of her pundits making random comments were all drunk or on drugs. <laughs> I think they are too naive to understand. They just were involved with the wrong companies and team leader- leaders as you tried to help them understand. Regardless, at the end of the response, when you were talking about the best opportunity for 2022, you said you could guarantee people would be profitable and that you had over 30 people who enrolled 25-plus people in their first 90 days. I heard that. Of course, Jessica acted like her brain didn't have the ability to process facts and only make up something random. And, and and comment unre, unre, and make unrelated comments in an attempt to pour gas on the emotions of her audience in her virtual saloon. <laughs> anyway, in her virtual saloon. Anyway, my husband and I have watched the video a couple of times, done our investigation into the company, and would like to speak with you about joining your team. My parents were in Herbalife at the right time in history, and they were they were with an awesome team here in California. I know what can happen as when you say the stars line up. How can we schedule a call with you? And again, <clears throat> that was from Angela. Okay, now, so here I am a few days ago, and I get this email and we're, we've got a, a scheduled call this week. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, there are some people that were really hearing what was going on. It wasn't a total waste of time, Dale. It wasn't a total waste of time. Here's somebody that wants to stay home, needs to replace a six-figure salary. Maybe you can help them. You know, and, and you don't know until you meet them and know what their, what their work ethic is and if they're teachable. But they've obviously are smart enough to, to hear facts and distinguish the difference between just rhetoric being spewed and facts being given. So that got me thinking again. And then the other thing, somebody sent me this and this really spoke to me. And this is really kind of where I am with all this. I love this. It's an experiment with, it's about the cheetah. An experiment was conducted to see if greyhounds could compete with the speed of a cheetah. When the cage opened, folks were shocked that the cheetah didn't move. They, they asked the race coordinator what happened and why the cheetah didn't move. His response, sometimes trying to prove that you're the best, is an insult to your own self-worth. There's no need to love yourself. There's no need to lower yourself to other people's level to make them understand your skills, qualities, and contributions. It's better to save your energy for more worthy endeavors. A cheetah uses 
its speed to hunt, not to prove to dogs that it is faster and stronger. Don't waste your time and energy proving your value to folks who simply don't possess the skill set to appreciate your value and worth. Move on. And the person that sent me this, you know who you are, and I appreciate that. And you're 100% true. It's true. Never try to explain yourself. Your friends don't need an explanation. Your enemies aren't going to believe you anyway. But when I got the email, when I got the email, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe there is some value that can come from this rhetoric. And when I heard Angela got the email from Angela, I thought, well, I'm going to take this one more final point to try to drive home what's really going on in this anti-MLM world. I did a lot more research. I called a couple of people uh, in It Works, and I'm asking them, you know, about Jessica, and it's like, who is that? Oh, is that that crazy chick on their words? Is it that that crazy chick on YouTube? Nobody knows her. She said she was a double diamond. She was never at any of the diamond meetings. We don't know who she is. And, And again, I think that's another extreme. I have no doubt that she was involved and it works. I have no doubt. And, and she probably did become whatever she said she became at least for one month, a diamond or a double diamond. But, uh, and I think at one point she said she was making 7000 a month or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I was just really just trying to do a little bit of, of research and trying to figure out, you know, where are these people coming from and, and, and watch several different uh, YouTubers just to try to get a real base for what is it? What's What's their grief? And... I understand we're all flawed human beings. I mean, when I joined network marketing, I, there's no way in the world I was the most least likely to succeed to ever enter this profession. Living in a small little 600 square foot house, driving a beat up Chevy Chevette, I had no chance in the world of going on to make millions and millions of dollars and seeing so many people's lives change in a positive way. Network marketing, and this is what I would say to Miss Hickson and everybody else, you know, because her whole thing is, you know, I lied to people and I had to manipulate people and I had to do that. I had to, had to, had to. No, you didn't have to. As I said in my first video, if somebody tells you to jump off a bridge, do you jump off a bridge? And, And network marketing doesn't make you lie, cheat, steal, and belittle people. That was already in you. Before you joined a network marketing company and the anti-MLM content on YouTube that you, that people put out should be obvious that it's not an, it's not, it's not a network marketing issue with anybody. It's a character issue. It's a character issue. It's a character issue with individuals. Yes, has network marketing gotten further and further and further and further and further away from the core fundamentals, which made it the most unbelievable opportunity in the history of the world? Absolutely, positively. I've been talking about it since 1999. Of course it has. But network marketing just takes on the character of the distributor. To blame network marketing, to blame the business model, on the flaws of 
human beings is ridiculous. And the awesome part about network marketing, it's the greatest personal development program in the world. And it can help people get balanced out, get off tilt, and understand that you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Get your focus off yourself and on other people. Some people do not have the ability to do that. Jessica is a prime example. Many of the current YouTubers are prime examples. Their focus today is on one thing, their pocketbook. And again, most of the anti-MLM crowd people were involved in one company and experienced just enough to be dangerous to themselves and others living in a world of self-pity. And again, I've talked about this so many times over the years and still do on different podcasts. Did a whole series on the different rabbit holes. Good people find themselves going down in network marketing if they're not careful and how they can become uh, if the, if they're not careful, they can get into a mode where they become uh, not the people they were designed to become within this profession. Uh, I've talked about that many times. I've talked about in the in the beginning of the series that network marketing is the most misunderstand business model on the planet, not by the general public, but by the people within the profession. I would tell you that Jessica never had a clue, never had a clue on how to correctly build a productive, growing, duplicating network marketing team. Never had a chance. Never had a chance. I don't know if she didn't get the training or she just didn't listen to it. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me, but that's, that's the norm. That's the norm. I'm not, you know, picking on anybody in particular. It's just the way that it is. Some, and here's the thing that really bothers me when I really get behind the curtain on, on this whole anti-MLM niche. Some like to point out perceived, perceived misjustices to profit from victims. And, and, and they like to, a lot of victims try to seek a tribe who don't want who are people like them who don't want to have to accept any kind of personal responsibility. And we can talk about many different niches as it relates to this, not just network marketing. I mean, we can talk about political organizations and all types of other organizations, which we won't. And my hope, my whole thing that I really hope that people that waste their lives watching these anti-MLM videos understand it's like get it out of your system get over it and move on living your life as a victim is unhealthy and there are people right now today that are listening to my voice that are victims of network marketing and you know what 5 10 15 20 years from now They'll wake up every single day, their foot hits the ground, and they'll be a victim of network marketing. That's the tragedy of all of this. That's the real tragedy of all of this. I can't express it enough. Here's an article I dare you to read if I just talk to you. I dare you to read it. 
It's called 13 Surprising Traits of Predatory People That You Might Just Overlook. And I'm going to put the link in the description wherever you hear this, whether it's on the podcast or YouTube, wherever it is. I'll put the link because you need to read it. And it, it's, it'll be an awakening for many of you is my hope. And in this article, it says they are masters at exploitation. They've made you believe you're incomplete without them. Let me say that again. They've made you believe you're incomplete without them. They long for this kind of dependence, you depending upon them. They long for this kind of dependence. They thrive when you're the messed up one, and they are the Savior. Now, guys, if that doesn't describe the anti-MLM niche, I don't know what does. That's exactly what I see on every video out there. And again, I don't want to spend too much time here, but I do want to share this from Martin Luther King because he had it right. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Only light can do that. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. So yes, there's things, there's dark things in network marketing without question. But focusing on that every single day and trying to find more and more darkness that you can share with people is not the answer. Their real motive is to profit with merch, membership, and YouTube views. Every time you watch them, they make money on YouTube. That's their focus. Most people are smart enough to understand that that's the real motive behind these anti-MOMers. But some aren't. But some people just are not smart enough to understand what's really going on behind the curtain. And I know most of you that listen to this podcast, at least, understand that. To those of you that are participating in this and doing the videos, your intelligence can be used for good. You don't have to attempt to profit from the ignorant. You don't have to attempt to profit from the ignorant. There's nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. It's from Ernest Hemingway. Some of you really need to think about that. There's some really, really talented people doing videos in the anti-network marketing niche that are wasting their time, energy, effort, and talent providing no value to nobody, no matter what you're fooling yourself and telling yourself. You know, I've always said, give us one year, we'll change your life. Network marketing is the best personal development program on the planet. And the reality is if people really get plugged into network marketing and if they're with the right company, with the right team at the right time, they're going to come out better even if they don't succeed financially. They're going to be be better people. And I could sit here and tell you story after story of people that we've had the honor and the pleasure to work with over the years that for whatever reason, uh, network marketing 
financially was not a windfall for them, but they were able to progress in other, many other areas in their life. You know, I, I always talk about a young man I met in Shackley, Greg Stegner and, and Greg, you know, he was, he was a lumber salesman and, you know, we got him plugged into the magic of thinking big and the personal development aspect. He became an assistant supervisor, which means he had some work ethic and leadership. It wasn't a high rank, but he, he was able to rank up and move forward. And then his work transferred him and he was moved outside of the Lexington, Kentucky area where we were at the time. And we lost contact about 10, 11 years later. I'm in Lexington. I went to Sam's Club or somewhere, and this guy comes up to me, and he says, Are you Dale Calvert? And I said, Yeah. And he held out his hand. He said, Greg. And I didn't know him. And he said, Greg Stegner. I said, Greg Stegner, Shackley. And it, it clicked. And he said, I can't believe I ran into you. He said, Vicky and I were just talking about you. We we're coming back here to visit her her parents, and we were on our, on our way back, we were driving you know, we were driving back up here and we were thinking, where would our life be if we had not met Dale Calvert? I said, what? What are you talking about, man? And he went on to tell me how he had moved and taken the job uh, after he got relocated as a lumber salesman. But he said, today, I own three lumber yards uh, in Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio. And he said, it never would have happened if you had not expose me to the personal development aspect of what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve and so on and so forth. And I could go on and on, and that's not the purpose. It's the number one personal development program in the world. And people that cannot accept that become bitter. The people that do and get plugged in become better. And you can you can see that over and over again because it comes back to right here. Let me find it. I've already shown you. It comes back to this. See, a lot of people come into network marketing and they've been through horrific childhoods. They've had a tough life, you know, because of parents, society, and authority figures. By the time you're 12 years old, you're programmed. And then you reinforce that programming with your own self-talk. I'm worthless. I can't do it. It'll never happen for me. I'm always going to be poor. You have all this junk that has been programmed in your mind by the time you're 12 years old, and then you reinforce that as you get older and older. So when you're exposed to network marketing and you see uh, and you hear all these things, it's like it's a direct conflict against your existing programming in your brain. And it creates a lot of frustration, aggravation, and and, and and bad feelings, and you get in what's called the whirlpool, and that whirlpool is trying to continually suck you back to where you feel comfortable, which is the programming you had when you were 12 years old. And again, I don't have time to get into all this, and I'm not going to, but, but again, if you were never really taught this and never really understood self-talk, uh, neuroplasticity, the, the grooves in your mind, and how to scientifically and emotionally work through this, then you're going to end up failing in network marketing, leaving, and being bitter. And the sad part is you're going to be bitter for most of your life. You'll be bitter for most of your life. That's really the sad part. So let's just let's just do this. I, I, there, 
and I'm I'm wrapping up, but I, I got to show you. See the point I'm trying to make, and, and and you'll see she totally ignores it. She totally ignores it with a straight face. It's like she doesn't even hear what's being said. And I'm trying to explain. Look, I'm on your side. I un- I accept the fact that there's been a lot of things that have gone on in this profession that should have never gone on. I've been talking about it since 1999. At the time this was recorded, a couple months before that, I'd done a whole podcast session on predatory MLM. So yes, I I understand your grievance. Okay, I do. I, I absolutely do. And I'm gonna I'm gonna click and let you hear our comments here. But then here's what I want you to really pay attention to. So that's the first part that you'll hear, where she just totally ignores it. That I've just shared what I've just shared about the scam in '99 and predatory MLM, and go back and look at any of my history. Again, I was the original anti-MLMer. <laughs> go back and listen to it. But then, this is what blows my mind. She starts spewing the most illogical rant, illogical rant about how. In network marketing, the people for the people at the top to make money, then the majority of people have to fail. I mean, it is so bizarre that you have to hear it for yourself to even believe that it's even possible for anybody that's ever been around the network marketing and understands basic team building concepts to come to these conclusions, but she's not the only one. So let's listen. I'll be right back. If you've heard me talk about it on podcasts, the number one, the number one mistake good people make is going full-time too soon. And everybody that listens to our podcast knows when should you go full-time? When you're making $1,000 more a month part-time than you are in your full-time job. And you do that for three consecutive months. Y'all heard me say that many, many different yeah, I, times. Yeah, I don't disagree with and that. I, I got grief over this podcast that I did recently on predatory MLM, where, again, I'm calling out the, what's happening in this profession. So, you know, Jessica's whole thing is he doesn't understand. He doesn't know what's going on. He hasn't watched anything. And, and, and she, you know... I, Listen closely, guy. This will blow your mind. Listen to it. The whole video, or people watch the entire video. Okay, you guys. If he actually knew what was going on, he wouldn't be confused as to why we're griping and complaining. He wouldn't even be referring to it as griping and complaining if he had actually watched anything that the. Then why did I do a podcast called Predatory MLM? Did you hear me? <laughs> Anti-MLM movement has posted. Good God. Oh, you know, this is going to be a long It would video. be beyond obvious that I understand exactly what's happening, why the profession is where it is, I understand it. I don't blame people for feeling the way they do. So why are you mad about it? My problem is to lump Here's everybody my in the same boat and saying everybody is 
doing it wrong and everything. Yes, because Dale. Okay, guys, listen closely to this rhetoric. Listen very closely. Here's the thing. MLMs would not exist if the majority of people weren't failing. What? The only reason <laughs> that they're, they're a, um, a successful business structure for the people at the top is because the majority of people are failing. If more people were succeeding, the business structure would fail. So it's a requirement <laughs> for the majority of people within the MLM to fail in order for the business structure to exist. That's a problem. That <laughs> makes them all the same because they all have to take oh. advantage of the majority of people within the MLM. Okay. <laughs> Company is a scam and all the products are ripping off customers and everything else that these people are saying. It just makes people sound like whiny, naive idiots. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So you guys heard of, you know, I, I couldn't have made that kind of stuff up. I, I couldn't. So let's just get into the six things, the six things that make these people just unbelievable, off the wall, ridiculous. The entire MLM structure would fail if people, if everybody succeeded. The only way for people to succeed is for other people to fail. I mean, that is so bizarre that I don't even know how to even try to. It's like, do I try to explain common sense and basic network marketing practices? It's like, and she's not the only one that spews this, but 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 I'm going to do my best, not for any of the podcast listeners, not for anybody that understands anything about marketing, business, uh, not for any logical thinking person. I'm just trying to do this for people that have really drank this Kool-Aid, and that's the only reason, and I'll do it as clearly as possible because I kind of understand how they've come to the conclusion that they've come to, but it's such, it's based upon such false, false, not in the real world realities. For the people on top to make money, everyone else must lose money or it doesn't work. Okay, it's not true, and it's not true in the real world. This business is not a mathematical formula. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? It's not a mathematical formula. It's a business vehicle, just like a franchise, an eBay business, or whatever. Using mathematics in an attempt to prove a business model is not valid, It's not valid in network marketing. And then coming to the conclusion, to whoever came to this conclusion, that most people must fail for it to work is ridiculous, illogical, and it is not true. And, and, and this is the foundation on which all these anti-MLM people talk, want to talk about. 
And, and and it's like one person must have said it, and now they all sound like parrots trying to repeat it, and they all sound like bitter fools. It, it makes no sense. Now, I'm trying to figure out how could any sane person come to this conclusion? And for years, and I know there's different videos out there, and, and the object, and this is where I think it comes from. I think the objection is, well, if if five people get five, who get five, who get five, then within thirty three days, the entire population of the world has been sponsored. I think that's the fundamental mathematical mentality that that they that that is built upon. I think. So, so therefore, nobody can make money except the people at the top because it's, it's flawed. Because if five get five, get five, get five, then at some point the whole world has been sponsored and now the people that came in last are screwed. That's kind of the mentality. Okay. Network marketing has been around reality, okay? Here's the reality. Network marketing has been around since 1934. Has any company ever become saturated to where everybody in the world was involved in that company? No. Will any company ever become saturated? No. Then what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's impossible. It's in, it will never happen. So to base your whole foundation on a mathematical, illogical lie makes you sound like you don't have any common sense at all. It's never happened. It will never happen. Okay? It's not going to happen. And and I don't know if they just keep repeating it without thinking about it or 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 what, but this is that's ridiculous. I have said for many years, the more credible the company, the less of an upside income potential exists with that company. Those of you who listen to my podcast or have heard me trainings over the years said it 5,000 times. The more credible the company, the less of an upside income potential exists with that company. And I've always used Amway as an example. I, and I've said, you know, somebody may be able to come into Amway today and have an unbelievable work ethic and extreme high credibility, and they may be able in the United States possibly to build it to $100,000 a year. Will they build it to a half a million or a million dollars a year? Probably not. Now compare that to a startup. Uh, a startup has tremendous upside income potential, but the, the, the chances of the startup going out of business is highly likely. So again, there's a balance, and, the, and you have to have basic understanding of business and team building and people 
to figure out where's the best place to spend your time, energy, and effort. And most 99% of the people that join network marketing never have that. Now, just one other thing, and I want everybody listening to this to ask yourself this, because (laughs) you just have to understand this. Where did the people at the top start? Where did the people at the top, they always want to talk about the people at the top, the people at the top, the people at the top. They sound like parrots. Where did the people at the top start? Everybody starts the the, the same place. How do you get to the top? By building a team of people. That's how you get to the top. You don't just land. Oh, they're, they're special. They're, they're at the top. They went to work and built a team. How do you do that? Do you understand? You don't just land at the top. Now, again, I understand in some companies nowadays, they have master distributors. And, and again, I've thrown that whole philosophy and concept under the bus so many times, and many of you know, so I'm not even going to try to repeat it here. But the bottom line is, this is, see, when I was at IBM in Lexington, Kentucky, working on the assembly line, what was the chances of me ever building myself up to a management level where I can make a hundred thousand, a quarter million, a million dollars a year? It wasn't going to happen. It was not going to happen. It's free enterprise giving the average people with a bad, with above average desire, the average to create wealth like no other business model that's ever been on the planet, period, end of story. That's the truth around this profession. It is. And just for the record, Network marketing organizations, corporate America is shaped like a pyramid. The Catholic Church is shaped like a pyramid. All structures, all business organizations, you name them, they're all shaped like a pyramid, except network marketing. Network marketing, look at any genealogy of 10,000 plus people. They're all shaped like diamonds. It's a diamond-shaped structure. It's not a pyramid. It's a diamond. It's a diamond straight. It's a diamond structure. That's the natural formulation of a network marketing team. Again, that's a whole other topic. I'm not going to get into it now. But where do the people at the top start? They start just like I did. Twenty-year-old snot-nosed kid didn't have a clue what I was doing. Uh, I talked my parents into giving me $25 for a distributor kit, and my aunt bought a, uh, a jar of foot cream from me from my product catalog. That's how I got started. We all start the same place. What determines your upside potential? There's three things. The timing of the opportunity, the team in which you're working, the mentorship in which you have, which you have or don't have. I had no mentor. My my sponsor quit two weeks after I joined, but I found a mentor in Rapid City, South Dakota. Again, there's reasons people fail. There's reasons people succeed. Period. End of story. It's up to us. 
It's up to us as individuals. So this whole false premise, this is number one of the six points. The false premise that for the people at the top to make money, the majority of people have to fail is not true. My whole focus, my entire career has been on developing homegrown leaders, helping people move forward. The whole premise, the whole focus of this business is to help other people get what they want. Your income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team, not the number of people that you can get to to buy a product every month. See, that level of thinking is so shallow. And it's like, do they really just not get it? And and again, and I'm speaking, of, but it's all of them. But it's like Jessica was trying to monkey around with the comp plan so she could make the most next month and never had, in, did she never have any vision of what she was really trying to do? Was she never taught? Is Are people not being taught at any level what this thing is really all about today? I don't know. Number two. They hate personal development. Uh, in general, you know, they're throwing Tony Robbins or Zig Ziglar or Jim Rohn or Mary Kay or whoever they can under the bus. Anti, anti personal development. And why is that? And, and see, I don't care what you're involved with. Uh, I think personal development in all aspects of life, physically, mentally, spiritually, Financially, socially, it's good. I talk about the wheel of life. Whatever your profession is, I believe that personal development is important. The beautiful part about network marketing, see, I could, I could read The Magic of Thinking Big, and I could read and I could listen to Dr. Wayne Dyer and Les Brown. And, and, and you know, if you're working in the corporate structure, you can read all the personal development books and listen to the audio tapes, but, and you can apply yourself and it'll make you a better person, but you're still waiting for somebody to retire or die before you can progress and move forward. Network marketing gives you the opportunity to progress every single week, every single month. You can really build and grow and, and have something if you're, again, if the stars have lined up. But these people, why are they so anti-personal development? Here's why. Because if you believe in personal development, then you have to believe that you have some control. You cannot, you can no longer blame others. If you accept the fact that you are where you are in your life because of what's gone into your mind, and the only way to change where you are is to change what goes into your mind, if you accept that, then you have to take responsibility. And in general, the people that are in general, you know, some people are doing it for education, but after you've been educated and you've come to your conclusion, the people that continue to watch over and over and will be watching these stupid videos 10 years from now are the people that never wanted to have to take responsibility. That's the truth. Number three, they act like this never happened. They act like they don't they 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 won't even admit the fact that network marketing has helped more average people with above average desire create 
financial independence and become millionaires than any other business model on the planet. Has it done that much in the last 10, 15, 20 years? No, it hasn't. Why? Why hasn't it? Because of every, everything that they talk about in the anti-MOM movement. Man, I'm with them. I'm with them. I sincerely am with them. But does that mean that the, that it's, that all network marketing companies are bad? No, it does not. If you're intelligent, if you know how to evaluate companies, no, there's some awesome opportunities out there. Awesome opportunities out there that can be built today. There's some four and five star companies out there that can be built today. If you have the right structure, if you understand, you know, your, the proper mindset, skill sets. Most don't. Most never will. But to act like this never happened removes all credibility. Number four, they refuse to acknowledge that there is a proven investigation process to follow before joining an MLM company. They didn't follow it, and most don't. They read some social media post of somebody, you know, in you name the company, and so that's how they decided to to join it. It's like business people don't get involved in businesses that way. And hobbies are supposed to cost you money. They did not. Most people join the wrong company at the wrong time in history their first time. Many do their second time. And then many end up following their upline from deal to deal to deal to deal to deal. But not all of us. Some some of us learn. Some of us can say, okay, wait a minute, how do I evaluate this? Is this a good opportunity? What should I be looking at? What should I not be looking at? Just because my upline got a bridge money deal and they went to this company, does that mean I need to go to that company? Or what? what is the timing? What, what am I looking at here? You know, the, the quality of our life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. Most of these people don't. The first video I did on this was probably five or six or seven years ago. It was called the three-step blueprint for choosing the right network marketing company opportunity. And the reason is because I had so many people that were calling me at the time saying, Dale, what do you know about this company? What do you know about that company? And, and I would have, I evaluated them all the same way. So I just did this video for customers and clients to let them know this is what I look at when I'm looking at a network marketing company. Most network marketers hadn't even considered this, hadn't even considered it. And then last year, you know, I did, you know, the best network marketing opportunity for 2021. And I gave the, the five, the, the four criteria. It went from three to four. And I haven't even looked at the three video probably ever. I don't even know what I said there. But I looked at, I knew what the four were, and I call it the four stars. And I talked about it. And that company that was featured uh, in the summer, last year, the summer, their product was rated the number one antioxidant product in the world in network marketing by Home Business Magazine. Uh, Home Business Magazine, independent third-party source. And then last month, they were rated the number one network marketing company 
voted the number one network marketing company in the world. Again, it's not me saying this. This is Home Magazine, Home Business, Business at Home Magazine, but I called it, I called it a year before because I knew the four stars had lined up. This is not difficult if you get educated. It's not. It's really not, but most people don't take the time to get educated. Number five, they eliminate themselves and others from the possibility of a life-altering experience, from finding the right team, the right company, the right time in history. They, they eliminate that from ever happening. Uh, you know, I did this, this video. This is actually the video that uh, the lady in San Fernando Valley uh, Angela actually saw. This is the video that her and her husband saw. The lady that I shared the email with earlier. You know, this year, there's not four stars any longer. There's five stars. There's five stars that must line up. And really, there's only one company I know right now where the five stars line up. I could I could say there's three, four, maybe even five companies where the four stars line up. But there's not that many opportunities that are valid in this profession today. Why? Because of everything that the anti-network marketing community says. That's why. And again, I'm on their side. They don't even understand that I'm on their side. The difference between me and them is they want to take all the apples and put them in the same basket. And that's just not true. It's not fair. It's not reality. And, and again, you take away people's opportunity for hope. So the sixth, the sixth reason that they're, it's flawed is these people are providing no value. No value. Say your piece and be done with it. This is real important. If you're, if you're addicted to the anti MLM videos. And if I said, well, Dale, who are you really doing this for? It's you. That's who I'm really doing this for. Now, I'm hoping to, ma- to make an impact for people that are looking at network marketing. I'm, I'm hoping to make a, m- make an impact for people that are doing the videos and say, Hey, you know, there might be something better to be doing with your time that is, can be valuable for other people. But I'm really doing it for those that are addicted to this type of content. Again, if you're producing the video, say your piece and move on. For those that are addicted to the content, ask yourself, why do they create a YouTube channel around anti-MLM? I'm not saying why did they do a video. Do a video. Do two videos if you need to. But why create a YouTube channel? They're attempting to create a tribe of those who feel like victims so they can profit off their ignorance with merch, membership, and YouTube views. That's what's going on here. That that's really what's going on here. Uh, you know, encouraging people to stay in a state of feeling like they are a victim 
so they will watch your YouTube videos, join your community, and buy your T-shirts does more damage to others than any network marketing company ever has. None of us have the right to remove hope from others based upon false information. Again, the only way to make it is if it, it to the top is if everybody else fails and all the other garbage that is not true that has been propagated like parrots throughout this community. None of us have the right to remove hope from others based upon false information. Yes, there are problems, as I've spoke about and out against for over 20 years. But your focus is not on fixing the problems, but profiting from them, from the, from those that just simply don't know any better. Uh, this is going to go deep. Most of you will not understand or follow it, but some of you will. And it's worth considering. Let's listen. More of it. You don't have to necessarily have done anything wrong for things to get completely out of control. Do you want to learn a Sorry, guys. abundance secret? The secret when I learned it. Oh, gosh. It's a terrifying doctrine. But it's not a hopeless doctrine because it still says that there's a way forward. There's a pathway forward. And the pathway forward is to adopt a mode of being that has some nobility so that you can tolerate yourself and perhaps even have some respect for yourself as someone who's capable of standing up in the face of that terrible vulnerability and suffering. And that the pathway forward, as far as the existentialists are concerned, is by, well, certainly by the avoidance of deceit, particularly in language but also by the adoption of responsibility for the conditions of existence and some attempt on your part to actually rectify them. And the thing that's so interesting about that is, well, two, as far as I'm concerned, and some of this is from clinical experience, you know, if you take people, and I've told you this, and you expose them voluntarily to things that they are avoiding and are afraid of, you know, that they know they need to overcome in order to meet their goals, their self-defined goals. If you can teach people to stand up in the face of the things they're afraid of, they get stronger. Yep. And you don't know what the upper limits to that are, because you might ask yourself, like, if for 10 years, if you didn't avoid doing what you knew you needed to do, by, the de- by your own definitions, right, within the value structure that you've created to the degree that you've done that, what would you be like? Yep. Well, you know, there are remarkable people who come into the world from time to time, and there are people who do find out over decades-long periods what they could be like if they were who they were, mm. if they said, if they spoke their being forward. Mm. And they get stronger and stronger and stronger, and we don't know the limits to that. We do not know the limits to that. And so you could say, well, in part, perhaps the reason that you're suffering unbearably can be left at your feet, because you're not everything you could be, and you know it. And of course, that's a terrible thing to admit, and it's a terrible thing to consider, but there's real promise in it, right? Because it means that perhaps there's another way that you could look at the world and another way that you could act in the world. So what it would reflect back to you would be much better than what it reflects back to you now. My experience is with people that we're probably running at about 51% of our capacity. Something, I mean, you can think about this yourselves. I often ask undergraduates, 
how many hours a day you waste or how many hours a week you waste. And the classic answer is something like four to six hours a day. You know, inefficient studying, uh, watching things on YouTube that not only do you not want to watch, that you don't even care about, that make you feel horrible about watching after you're done. Yep. That's probably four hours right there. Yep. You know, you think, well, that's 20, 25 hours a week. It's 100 hours a month. That's two and a half full work weeks. It's half a year of work weeks per year. And if your time is worth $20 an hour, which is a radical underestimate, it's probably more like 50 if you think about it in terms of deferred wages. If you're wasting 20 hours a week, you're wasting $50,000 a year. And you are doing that right now. And it's yep. because you're young, wasting $50,000 a year is a way bigger catastrophe than it would be for me to waste it because I'm not going to last nearly as long. And so if your life isn't everything it could be, you could ask yourself, well, what would happen if you just stopped wasting the opportunities that are in front of you? You'd be, who knows how much more efficient, 10 times more efficient, 20 times more efficient. That's the Pareto distribution. You have no idea how efficient, efficient people get. It's completely, it's off the charts. Well, and if we all got our act together collectively and stop making things worse, because that's another thing people do all the time, not only do they not do what they should to make things better, they actively attempt to make things worse because mm -hmm. they're spiteful or resentful or arrogant or deceitful or, or homicidal or genocidal or all of those things all bundled together in an absolutely pathological package. If people stopped really, really trying just to make things worse, we have no idea how much better they would get just because of that. So there's this weird dynamic that's part of the existential system of ideas between human vulnerability, social judgment, both of which are, 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 are major causes of suffering, and the failure of individuals to adopt the responsibility that they know they should adopt. It isn't merely that your fate depends on whether or not you get your act together and to what degree you decide that you're going to live out your own genuine being. It isn't only your fate. It's the fate of everyone that you're networked with. Yep. And so, you know, you think, well, there's 9 billion, 7 billion people in the world. We're going to peak at about 9 billion, by the way, and then it'll decline rapidly. But 7 billion people in the world, and who are you? You're just one little dust moat among that 7 billion. And so it really doesn't matter what you do or don't do, but that's simply not the case. It's the wrong model because you're at the center of a network. You're a node in a network. Of course, that's even more true now that we have social media. You'll, you know, you'll know a thousand people at least over the course of your life. And they'll know a thousand people each. And that puts you one person away from a million and two persons away from a billion. And so that's how you're connected. And the things you do, they're like dropping a stone in a pond. The ripples move outward yep. and they affect things in ways that you can't fully comprehend and it means that the things that you do and that you don't do are far more important than you think yep. and so if you act that way of course the terror of realizing that is that it actually starts to matter what you do and you might say well that's better than living a meaningless existence it's better for it to matter but I mean if you really asked yourself would you be so sure if you had the choice I can live with no responsibility whatsoever the price I pay is that nothing matters or I can reverse it and everything matters. But I have to take the responsibility that's associated with that. It's not so obvious to me that people would take the meaningful path. You know, when you say, well, nihilists suffer dreadfully because there's no meaning in their life and they still suffer. Yeah, but the advantage is they have no responsibility. 
So that's the payoff, and I actually think that's the motivation. Say, well, I can't help being nihilistic. All my belief systems have collapsed. It's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe you just allowed them to collapse because it's mm -hmm. a lot easier than acting them out. That's right. And the price you pay is some meaningless suffering, but you can always whine about that and people will feel sorry for you. Mm -hmm. And you have the option of taking the pathway of the martyr, so that's a pretty good deal, all things considered. Mm -hmm. Especially when the, when the alternative is to bear your burden properly and to live forthrightly in the world. Well, what Solzhenitsyn figured out, and so many people in the 20th century, it's not just him, even though he's the best example, is that if you live a pathological life, you pathologize your society. Yep. And if enough people do that, then it's really, really. And you can read the Gulag Archipelago if you have the fortitude to do that, and you'll see exactly what it's like. And then you can decide if that's a place you'd like to visit, or even more importantly, if it's a light, if it's a place you'd like to visit and take all your family and friends, because that's what happened in the 20th century. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I hope people heard that. I really do. So, the pathway of the martyr provides no value in the real world. Arrogant ego and not having... Oh, shoot. Hold on a second. Sorry, guys. only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. Sorry. Don't take it. Man, I'm not going to cut that out. You guys know it's like I don't, I'm not a perfectionist on this stuff. Everybody, well, why are you using this? Why are you doing that? Look, the, the content and the information either speaks to you or it doesn't. End of story. I'm sorry that I don't have the time to try to make it perfect. And if it, if it not being perfect bothers you, then again, I'm sorry. Got too many other things to do. Uh, where was I? The pathway of the martyr provides no value in the real world. Arrogant ego and not having the ability to admit your mistakes prevents humans from ever moving forward. Misinformation and telling yourself lies helps you maintain a positive yet very fragile self-image. Daily watching anti-MLM videos puts you in a tribe that will love bomb you, but emotionally prevent you from moving forward and getting your act together. Attempting to make things worse for profit and lying to yourself about your motivation is not a good idea. You can't escape your track record. Those of you doing these anti-MLM, you can't escape your track record. Learn to bear your burdens properly. Live, learn, move on, and do something productive and valuable. And if you do that, if you do that, myself, myself, and many other entrepreneurs around the world, Many other entrepreneurs around the world will be cheering you on. As, as I've said many times, my loyalty is not to any specific business model. My loyalty is not to network marketing. I've said that many times. My loyalty is to the entrepreneurial spirited people that want to live their best life. 
you know, again, referring back to, referring back to Angela. How did she say she found, she found me initially at onlineauctionu.com. Okay. That, that's all about eBay, Amazon, Etsy, uh, Shopify, all the other ways in which people can create income. Had nothing to, that, that website has nothing to do with network marketing. That's where my loyalty is. It's not to this profession. It's not. It's to human beings and it's to helping people achieve their highest level of, of, of that they possibly can. I mean, that's been my mission. So I'm just, I'm just going to end it up here. Uh, I do want to remind you guys one more time. Um, the article, where is the article that I talked about? Uh, I will put the link to the article. There it is right there. This article right here, I will put the link in the description wherever you're watching this. If, if you've kind of gotten addictive to watching these anti-MLM videos, then if you do nothing, uh, I challenge you to read this article. I hope this helps somebody. Thank you, guys. I, I, I have plenty of content that I'm going to come back with at different times just showing the just off the wall, no logic, no reason. Uh, I got so much materials and so many clips that I can pull just from, you know, a short little video that Jessica did. And again, I'm, I, I, like I said in my second video, I don't want to dislike this girl. I really don't. But she's the one that had to, you know, that, that is so self absorbed. She thought I was talking about her and felt like she had to respond. So it is what it is. Uh, you guys have a phenomenal week, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.